redemptive trends. We're joining together, thank God, and all our different platforms. Everything amazingly is working. We have to appreciate we're sitting in the studio in Yushalayim, in the Holy Jerusalem of Rav Shalom Orish, our host. We don't take for granted that we have this opportunity on a weekly level to join together. It's a big merit. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have the class on a weekly level. We've got a very, very important and real topic and honestly, it's a lot to do with our host. Rav Orish mentioned yesterday some very important points. I recommend you going back to yesterday's class. Unfortunately, our guest, special guest, wasn't able to be there. But the good news, you, our special guests, our weekly guests, were there. And we don't take you for granted. And we were able to do an amazing class with Rav Orish himself. Thank God and cover something which is so relevant for our time, for our generation, as knowing in our holy books as the Ikhvas the Mashiach, the hill skin, the hill steps of Mashiach. We are that moment just before the world gets into a redemption time, into a new reality. And we don't call it new normal. It has a better name than that, please God. Better than a Khaled song, even better than the new space galactic reality of Sir Richard Branson and the Amazon guy and, and Elon Musk and all that. Yeah, Jeff Bozo or Bozos, you'll help to help me with those names. But the point is, with all those new, explorative, amazing breakthroughs that are going on on a physical level where we're able to enter the realm of space, even more so the inner level, the inner journey, as Arya Kaplan's, Rabbi Arya Kaplan so beautifully taught us back in his time in his beautiful books, the inner world, the inner Torah, the inner reality, to go into that inner journey. And for me, that was a, my initial first book that changed my life, opened up my mind to the inner reality, the inner world, the inner journey that we go on, on our weekly class, please God, and everything we're doing, hopefully, is connected, especially United Souls, the whole idea, that even though our guest wasn't here yesterday, but on a real level, we're all united, we're all together, so physically, things don't work out, like I'm still trying to go to England, I'm still trying to go see my parents, to keep it out of M, see my family, even if it's so many preventations, things preventing it, we remember on, that there's an inner connection, binding us together, and that will, that Rotson, as we spoke about the last few weeks in our special classes, going, building on the three weeks that we're in, we're able to understand how the inner aspect is really what makes the most biggest impact on our life on all levels. I would say that, you know, there's so much to talk about this that personally I'm feeling a little bit like as a mind drain. I don't know what the word is where I've got so much to say and it's sort of a mind block. Maybe you guys can can fill me in here. I want to hear from you, like all the words, you know, that make sense exactly what I'm trying to get at so we could get this journey, this inner journey clear together. Okay, so today we are holding in the week of Pasha's Devarim. This is the third week coming up to the climax of this holy time, the nine days of Menachem Av. Just spiritually, let's touch base and just clarify where we're at. On a spiritual level, during these three weeks, we're going through a mourning process. And the way it connects into my title, Redemptive Trends, is with Amuna. We understand now 
that all this time of hest of hidingness of hiddenness of things being covered up and exile and all the pain and all the difficulty all the comfort that we need Menachem Av is a time to comfort all those people who are dedicated to the class to the, all the families of Surfside and all the different places where tragedy has taken place like in Moron and in Kalin and also Hashem Yerachim so many places it's it's hard to say with all the missiles that were going on not so long ago. There's been so much going on on a global level, the anti-Semitic attacks. We're with all those people. This dedication is to all those souls that are going through difficulty to comfort them and to remind them that there's a redemptive trend, that everyone says the same thing. I was speaking to a Yushalmi, someone who's generation, generation, many doyris of be living here in this holy city and I was he was talking about all the different changes that keep going on all the time like he was just in England and was trying to you know have to do a test this that and then when he goes again like you know the idea that what's happening with this new level of corona this new form and this idea that it's another simon this is the words he said another sign of Mashiach that Mashiach's coming so everyone this is the way people speak so we understand over here the idea of redemptive and getting into that Mashiach language is very important for the daily way of connecting and encouraging people to go ahead. And it's part of our animamin, it's part of our 13 principles of belief that we believe with a Munah Shlema that Mashiach will come any moment, the redemption will come. And a lot of these restrictions that we're going through in the nine days and globally in this time period, this last year and a half, with the Corona challenge, we can't even just get on a plane and go see our family. It's complicated. Even though, please God, I'm hopefully going to get around to it. And we can't just go wherever we need to to accomplish what we need to do. And it's, it's a certain reality that we hope, we pray, we'll be doing our monitor, we pray that we'll be going to England, see our family, our family better come here, back to the Holy Land, the Holy Land will officially open up, and people will be able to come visit, and be part of the light here, that's what we're praying for, but while we're still in this time of restriction, we have to understand that there's a big abundance, we posted this on our social media, and Breast of English, and, and, and Muna, on our Facebook, and our Instagram, and all our different platforms, there's a tremendous abundance People need to realize there's a lot of abundance coming down. There's no reason to pop in and pop out of this class. You have to hear the whole thing. There's a big abundance of blessing about to be poured on you. And if someone's about to give you a massive raise and fill up your bank account, you're not going to say, oh, you know what? I got something better to watch on YouTube. I got something better to watch on Facebook. You're going to stay tuned. And not only that, you're going to make sure other people know about it because it's something which is not just, it's not just a personal thing that you just, you become successful. But these concepts are things that, thank God, the idea of Nair Nishama, that we have a soul and the fire is burning it, it lights up other souls it's not restricted to just for your wealth your wealth is not just in your bank account but where spirituality and, and amuna lessons we're able to expand this light more and more amuna going global does not mean anyone loses everyone gains it's a win-win it's a win-win reality so tune in and share that light give feedback make it big and that's the idea that turning around this darker time, this time of restrictions into light, the understand that there's an inner truth going on underneath everything. The inner reality we're speaking about these last few weeks, the idea of fighting for truth, fighting for peace. And we're talking about being consistent. So we're here doing another class. And we even gave a class last week, a one-off class, which we post in the details below. Check it out on relationships. We have a relationship flow podcast every week, but we joined it here. And our Muna is our future podcast because we are hopefully going to have the edited version. You know, I, I don't rely on the team here for things. I make sure I get stuff done. 
done no matter what. I'm not here to say, oh, well, somebody else will take care of the world's issues. Somebody else will talk about these things. And, you know, if the team is not up for it or the studio is not up for it, I won't do the class. I have to be professional. My answer is no, you have to be authentic and get on with it. Keep being consistent. Keep being dedicated. Keep being devoted to this mission that you have in this world, no matter what. And that's very important to remind us, just before I forget, the Rav please God, is pushing very much these Avis Israel pamphlets to dedicate 30 minutes a day or whatever amount you can do to pray for all people, to put love into all people. And it's very important, this pamphlet right now is in Hebrew and in Spanish and other languages, is not yet in English. Let's pray, please God, soon we'll have this in English so we can hear from Rav himself in writing. But the most important thing is it comes from your heart, comes from your inner world, your inner reality of the prayers are sincere the prayer the idea of spirituality and connection to god has to come from a sincere place and what's giving me that feeling of redemptive trends not just all the difficulties and the restrictions and the sufferings the birth pangs of mashiach the idea that there's a positive aspect there's a lot of revelation i was just listening to rich roll and suddenly hear rabbi a rabbi suddenly on Rich Roll podcast. I got very excited. Every time I hear a rabbi, someone who's bringing some of these truth aspects, you know, I'm not saying this rabbi specifically. I, I'm just the first time I've ever heard of him. I don't know if he's like, you know, someone who's going according to the Messiah, the tradition. You know, maybe he's a bit unique in that way. So I can listen and learn. And thank God, having a filter, I'm able to just make sure it's all good and the one and all that stuff. But the point is that a rabbi getting out there onto another podcast and being able to influence a bit more. Someone like Rich Roy, I saw he lit up with certain things like the beauty of Shabbos Kodesh. That was one of the points that came out. This is Emma Samito. This is truth. This is Shabbos. Shabbos, when you get ready for every week for Shabbos, or please go, we're getting ready for the Yom Shikulu Shabbos for Mashiachs. The Yom, wherever there'll be eternal Mashiach, we have to get ready, you have to beautify everything. And that's something that people think, oh, beauty is something, you know, it's Yavanish, it's some Greek culture, or it's something from the, you know, from, from a negative place. It give, people's focus on the body has gone so extreme now. I was listening to another podcast, which I wouldn't recommend at all. But over there, there was someone saying about how much it's like gone out of control. The, the fakeness of, of human beauty now. It's not even real human beauty. Like personally, thank God I can testify that I've never done anything to my body of any fakeness. And I hope I still have a presentable look. Fine, maybe I don't have the six pack I had when I was a teenager, but I still have, thank God, a healthy body and I try to look after it and keep balance. But I start adding in all these things with these chemicals and blowing up this and blowing up that or trying to, you know, operate and plastic and this and that. It's so fake. So the idea that real beauty, true beauty, beauty for Shabbos, beauty that, that brings mitzvah, brings light, brings energy and brings covered shemaim it's a it's an honor to god this is the kind of beauty that we prepare for every week for shabbos we get ready we get ready our table and i put that as the uh the cover picture for the relationship flow podcast for last week and the, and it, there was flowers and all these beautiful things we have every shabbos the tablecloth and the shabbos cloth that goes over the challah and the beautiful table set and we have a beautiful shabbos this coming shabbos shabbos chazan it's a vision of what's going to be we have to visualize what the future is going to be the messianic reality the redemptive trends that are going online it's trending it should be trending on twitter it should be trending facebook trending everywhere it's up to us to make it trend not just all these problems, but make the light of Mashiach trend. Bring the light of Amuna to trend. And someone wisely said to me, what was stood out so much about the Babacha Rebbe 
It was, uh, I think it was Moshe Gersh. He said that the idea is that the Mashiach did a mindset. And that was something Rav Isbi, when I was in Osameh, I don't know if anyone ever heard of Rav Isbi, but he's a very special, holy, holy man. He was someone who came one time to give a shir, a class, and he'd just been after a life or death operation, and he had his weekly Friday class, and there was only ever a few few people, maybe one rabbi, a few people would come to the class because it was like in the middle of the day, Friday, usually people not married, and he would come in, and it was unbelievable. This week, he was completely gone, like physically, he was not there. He just had a life or death operation and he comes and sits down with us and he starts with his pen tapping and the chumash is the wrong way around and he's quoting the Ramban even though it's the wrong way around. He's banging the table and he's getting more and more energized, more energy, even though originally, initially he looked like he was about to pass out or God forbid he was close to death. Suddenly he comes with the Torah and the chiyas, the energy, the light that comes from within, the soul starts to empower this broken body that just gone through the operation they'd gone through that week. Maybe even, I think it was even the night before. I'm not sure exactly, but he shouldn't have been there giving this class on a physical level. But his soul was so determined to give another class, even if it was a few people he used to say, even if one person comes, he'll give a class. And he did. I had the merit to sit and love with him because other people didn't come. And I had the merit to hear from such a holy rabbi, someone who who ate up all his books of Torah. You went to his house. Everything was eaten up. All the books, all of Shas and all the Chassidus and Mepharshim and all the, yeah, the, the Torah is huge. It's Yam Shal Torah. And he'd eaten it up. He'd devoured it. And it was someone who didn't sleep in his bed. His wife mentioned, this is where my husband sleeps. And this is my nachas. She looked at all the books. That's what his holy Robertson said. And he, he'd sleep in the chair. That, that was his bed because he'd be learning all night. And unbelievable, obviously you have to come balance the fee where we're, according to where we're holding, and we have to be there for our wives. Last night I had the opportunity to go to a bunch of siyumim by my Rebbe after the Amunah class, and I decided, no, Shalom Bias is first, Shalom Bias Adif. I went home, and I had for brains with my wife, Hashem, and we were able to have, have a positive experience. Sometimes you can't go to all these Torah things because you have, Hashem, you have obligations and according to your level as well. You have to be real. But the point is that the Torah, the inner aspect, the light is you. It gives you chiyas, energy. I saw this by so many righteous people here living in Yushalayim. The energy they had on Shabbos. They became like the Levi Yitzhak Medichiva. They became like the Kedush Levi's Ben Sasha. The idea of this redemptive energy, this, this trend of energy of light of positivity of judging everyone positively having a good eye towards everyone and speaking good about everyone and bringing this light of truth into the world so that when you come to a parsha like say for Zerarim, it's a parsha where Moshe Rabbeinu bears a Torah Zos he's clarifying this holy Torah he's giving it clarity for us he's going over the Mishnah Torah this is the last book of the Chumash and this is the idea of Malchus this idea of the seventh book this in deep Svarim it talks about how really this seven books in the Chumash, even though it's five books with this seventh aspect, and Moshe's bringing out this Malchus Peh, this holiness, bringing it into our mouth, bringing all this Torah, this Shiam Shatoh, this divine abundance, this tremendous abundance of spirituality that we can bring into our life these next weeks with this, with Shabbos Chazam beginning it, and then we're going into seven Shabbos of comfort, and etc etc all the way through till we get to the last Pashas and we're already heading towards Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot the 21 days that we then count towards building a new year we're building the year with Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot but we're already at this climax now these three weeks 
we're in the Sukkot part of it, in the terms of the three weeks are connected to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot, we're around the 21 days now, and that climax is with Tisha B'av, with, with the Simchas Torah of Tisha B'av, that in the outside level, on the external level, we're in exile, we're sitting on the floor, we're crying, as Rav Arash was saying yesterday, that if Mashiach doesn't come, we're going to be crying. And I've seen Rabbi Oish, he cries with all his heart, not just for the base of English, not just for the missing temple, not just for the missing divine presence, but for all the broken Jewish souls and, and non-Jewish souls, all the souls of the world that are coming to him endlessly broken and broken into parts, into different problems and, and pain and, and missing Amuna, and he's crying for them. And we hope in this year that we're on such a painful day where there's so much cover-up and we realize how far we are from our purpose and we realize how far we are from the revelation of God, that at that moment of such distance from God, such distance from our purpose, suddenly we realize there's a trend for Mashiach. Things are changing around. Redemptive trend. Things, the, the knowledge of God is starting to circulate. That really at such a time of difficulty, really people are seeking deeper wisdom. People are open now. People want the Amunator or Avosh. People want a Garden of Amunah series. People want all the different Rabbi Shirim out there. They want to connect and, and spiritualize their life a bit more. They want to understand who they are, what they're here for in the world. They want to go onto these podcasts looking for some clarity, for some guidance about what life life's about and there's this inner desire that comes from such a deep broken heart a deep broken place and this is an amazing way that all of us in a true way can elevate the environment around us can elevate our family and our friends elevate the internet realize that the internet it's a net it's like a web it pulls us in but the goal is that if that's the reality and we're fighting and we're in we have to spiritualize it we spoke about this already Pasha's Pinchas so part Sefer Devarim comes and Hashem's now clarifying everything for us giving us clarity these all these weeks are now with this Pasha we have the opportunity to understand our journey and someone here said very nicely that you're an uplifting speaker thank you Shalom from Tulsa Oklahoma Oklahoma excuse me Shalom greetings from Mumbai wow yes we would love to visit all these places one day wouldn't that be awesome to be able to go to these amazing places another place I'd like to go one day is to um you know to the UAE to Dubai. There's so many beautiful places that uh, a person can go to nowadays. And even with the restrictions, hopefully you can still make it there. The idea is that when you go there, remember that you have a mission. You have a purpose. It's not just holiday. Realize that after Tisha B'av, when suddenly the switch takes place and we're now cleaning the house up, getting ready for the, for the as it's a beautiful minhaga custom to clean up from midday as the birth pangs are, are over and suddenly the birth of Mashiach has taken place every Tisha B'av, the energy of Mashiach is born, the redemptive energy is born and we have the opportunity to get our homes and our hearts and ourselves ready. We, we have Nachem in, in Mincha, we wear the, we get now, we wear our talis and tefillin, we do the full avoda, the wives are getting ready, the homes, and we're all coming together. Even if you don't have a wife, you're, you yourself get ready, the homes. Let's be general, let's be universal, whatever, however it is nowadays. The point is, we're all getting ready ourselves on a spiritual level. Personally, I'm with Cohen, and I'm going to be blessing everyone because Kohenim, we're going to have the opportunity to bless the world, to get everybody inspired with Birkas Kohenim, with the Yivarechacha, Hashem should bless everybody, and we have in mind that it should all, after all the blessings, come to Shalom, to completion. That's the, one of the names of Mashiach, it should bring Shalom and completion to the world. That's a, a concept that we should understand that the messianic energy 
the, that's there, that's out there, and it's growing, thank God, but it's coming from the inner place, and it gives us true feelings of fulfillment. You should realize that the religion is, 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 a, is, a false, is also another fake way of expressing spirituality. Real religion, real spirituality, true spirituality comes from within. It comes from a, with intention and with a relationship with God. And the Muna builds that relationship. As Rav Oresh was saying, that Mashiach should have come this year. That was, that was based on speaking Sadiq and Nistarim, righteous hidden people that he speaks to. And he said, he explained, he said that there was a potential for it this last year with Rosh Hashanah. And we weren't able to make it to Uman, even though that would have helped bring it about. And when he went back to the Sadiq and Nistarim and they, they said that it didn't work out this year. No, it, it was a missed opportunity. So we had that potential to bring Mashiach. But the beautiful thing, and listen again to last night's Shia, exactly how Orish explained it. But by doing the Kabbalahs, by taking on the campaign to really build a relationship with God and build a relationship with other people and understand that the Torah is going to guide us to understand our personal mission and help us live in this world in a more spiritual, true way so we can elevate and get it ready for the Yom Shikula Shabbos. So we understand when we're beautifying our home for Shabbos, we're beautifying our home for this redemptive trend that's going on out there. We were reminding ourselves this inner truth that this world has a purpose. This world is here to bring the divine presence down and it should bring abundance into our life even before that's revealed. This is the, the real secret that we're saying today. Guys, I hope you're still listening that there's a secret being revealed right now that you have the opportunity when it's most hidden when you're sitting on the floor in Tisha B'Av, if Mashiach doesn't come, and you're in a time of pain and struggle, things get challenging, your kids are pushing a button, your wife is upset with you, your husband's upset with you, your boss is upset with you, your business is difficult, you, you can't get through the border right now of some country, whatever it is, whatever the block is and the restraints, the Bainam Mitzvah, these restraints holding you back, in that is tremendous divine abundance. Because underneath all everything is godliness. Underneath Hashem, if Hashem is a chad, Hashem is one, everything is on the most intense breaking point. It's just there, that moment about to reveal the biggest light. And that biggest darkness is that biggest light. The biggest darkness comes before dawn as the light's about to come. That's the inner truth of reality. That everything going on around us, that we feel like the most crazy, you feel like, wow, this can't get any worse, God forbid. You shouldn't even say those words about Shem Tov says, this is only going to get better, as Rav Oresh is teaching us. You should say that I have a Muna and bring down the good. Change it around. Transform the darkness into good with your mouth, with your prayers, with your thoughts, with the way you perceive things. Perceive it on a more inner level. That Realize that on the inner level, it really is all good. And that's the beautiful kiss of the Kruvim, of the, in the Kodesh Kadoshim, these two holy little pure representations of relationship going on in the Holy of Holies that are now kissing each other in that place as we were taken into exile. And the Romans, they, they paraded it in the street, but it was kissing. It was a moment of kiss of intimacy. That's the truth that we're never separated from that intimacy between us and our Creator. We're always bound up with the souls. United souls are all one. We're all together. We're all spiritual. We have a, a tremendous godly powers and potential in every single moment, as dark as it gets, to turn it around, to dig deeper into a deeper part of ourselves. I was feeling so low in the beginning of this week. And the idea is that we have to dig deeper at that moment. And we have to push through. We have to remember we have certain basic strategies. We've talked about many weeks, different strategies, all different things like being proactive and having a mission statement and goals and being able all these different these 
truth, these guiding points. And we'll go over them, please God. In the next seven weeks, we'll go over strategies, how to be more win-win, how to be more soulful. We'll talk about it in my United Souls course below. You guys can sign up now for the 20th of July and have a Zoom chat, a Zoom connection with me. And we can go and journey into this United Soul experience online with Zoom. It'll be an opportunity for me and for you to connect. Right now, sign up. It's there. Links below. You can sign up. It's not Baruch Hashem. The, the, it's not such a big deal. Financially, and Baruch Hashem, it really helps all the people involved. Poverty, spreading wisdom in the world. Thank God. And the idea that all of us have this power to share and to make this world more spiritual by being more in from a deeper inner place and realizing that even though we have to do physical things like make a course or we have to sit and we have to go to a, work, a job but everything has spiritual meaning behind it when you make a living and you bring that holler to the table and you use it for Shabbos Kodesh and you use all the hard work we've done through all these thousands of years of exile and we have the opportunity hundreds of years and thousands we're now heading towards that time where it's all going to make sense look it's all coming together we're just at that point just all we have to do is hang in with a strong amuna and realize it's going to manifest very very soon those redemptive trends will grow but it's up to us each of us on an individual level <coughs> wow, to expand those trends excuse me to get those trends gone viral it's up to us, but not in a viral, sick way, in a healthy, positive trend, in a way that helps people, not in a way that, God forbid, misguides people, in a way that guides people towards their inner self, to their inner truth, to their inner mission. And with that, please God, if everyone's tuned into that more and more, that inner truth, that inner reason we're here, the inner soul level, then the Mashiach will come for sure. Then it will be a revelation of within each of us, the flash of the Moshe, the Mashiach's spark is when every person will be revealed in a full sense and we'll be able to dance again. And Rav Oresh's uh, hope this year that was seemed like the opportunity was missed we still have the ability every day, we have to be mamin, that every day we can bring Mashiach, that every day that Mashiach can come, and we have to believe in that and get that energy out there. It will bring everyone to tshuva, to repentance, bring everyone to good health, to happiness, to positive mindset, to speak good, to think good, to act good, to live this world in a happy, inspired way. And please God, we'll get ready together, all of us. Keep sharing Amuna Global, share these links, and we'll get ready for the Yom Shukulu Shabbos, the days that will be eternal Shabbos, where Every, all the beauty of the world be used for the COVID Shemaim. Amen for Amen. Thank you for joining us. And we're looking forward again to another Muna class. Um, not next week. Maybe Monday next week is after Tisha B'Av, But probably um, maybe a different day. Maybe Tuesday. Just to give me time to get energy. Let's see. Look, you know, Rav Isby, he came after a life or death operation. So please God, we'll be here a week from now. We'll try and make it happen a year on Monday. But the Muna class Sunday, Rav Oish, will have to be delayed another week or so. And who the guest is, you send me some ideas. I have West, West Side Gravy in mind, Judah Michelle from Hask. We have uh, beautiful people potentially to come. But for the next few weeks, I'm not exactly sure when and who and what. So it's up to you to collaborate with this and make this Amuna class grow together uh, with Mashiach Sekenu Bemhebi Menu. Amen. Thank you. All the best.